Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. It is Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. Huge shout out to my real estate team, uh, Team BC. Love you guys. Join teambc.com if you're interested. If you guys want to talk to me and my partner about eXp Realty and you want to join and you're in real estate, partner with teambc.com. And lastly, Modern Success. I have tier one. I now have tier two. You guys are looking to get more support from me coaching, you know, live events, weekly coaching calls, you know, products, private groups, all that fun stuff, uh, BrianCasella.com, or you can follow the links on all my social media. All right, let's begin. I want to talk about something that's very important today and something that I think everybody needs to learn to do. And what I'm referring to is this, depending on the situation and the context and what you're dealing with, your ability to be able to shrink and contract something, whether that be the actual moment, whether that be your thinking, your angle, right? Or expand it, whatever it is. And we're going to cover that today on the podcast, your ability to do that and play between both of those worlds will give you literally a superpower in this existence. So what do I mean? Okay. Let's look at everyday examples. You get into a car accident. What do you do? You take that car accident and you amplify it. You make it big. You make it a big deal. You talk about it today, tomorrow, the next day. It's on your thoughts 24-7 for the next two weeks or year. And then it turns into a sob story about how you weren't able to achieve what you wanted to achieve because on that way to that one job interview, that asshole bumped into you and blah, 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 blah. Now, that's a self-perpetuated lie and it's a self-perpetuated hell. Okay. I've said this before and I'm going to interject this right now. Heaven and hell, whether you believe it or believe in it or not, exist on earth already. Why? Talk to people. If you talk to somebody like me, you'll think life on earth is heaven based on the language that I use in the description. Talk to someone else, maybe across the street, they might tell you the opposite. So the manifestation of what people define as heaven and hell and what they are objectively already exist on earth. This ties in directly to what we're talking about. Now, we're approaching this from a different angle because we're saying contract or expand. Very simple. But in that first example of somebody getting, getting into a car accident, the technology is simple. You need to contract it and see it for what it is. You're exploding it in the wrong way. If I am going to explode that, let me show you how this dynamic works. And I'm going to say, you know what? In this infinite world of possibilities and my future, this is just one little moment. Yeah, it sucks, but it's a little blip in the radar of what's coming, what's happening now, and what the future holds. Stop making it a big deal, dude. Now, before we continue, why is it so difficult for people to do this? Why is this so hard? Why is this so hard? Well, we need a certain level of emotional intelligence and maturity and experience and poise. We need to have been put in these situations before to be tested, almost like a blacksmith heating up a piece of iron or metal and hitting it over and over and over. And that's life smacking you and shaping you and molding you, which is a great analogy. That's what it's doing all the time. If you view it from that perspective, if you don't, then you view it in the heaven and heaven or hell perspective, which is relatable to most people. You either view it as a blessing or you view it as a curse. Some people believe that they're the masters of their destiny. Others believe that they're, uh, you know, 
creatures of, you know, bad history. I'm a slave to my environment, right? I'm a product of, 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 you know, bad luck and all this other shit. So it just depends on who you talk to, but what changes their thought process? Because you can have people in the exact same environment, the exact same circumstances who will give you two different depictions and descriptions of what they're going through. So that tells you that the human being has a power of choice. Whether you want to acknowledge, or, uh, acknowledge it or not is irrelevant. All these tongue twisters I'm using, right? Whether you want to acknowledge it or not is irrelevant. The fact that it's happening and you can see it and spot it in reality means that it exists. This isn't a figment of my imagination or someone else's. So people need to take responsibility and people need to say, I'm making a choice. How you feel, how you view a situation is a choice. I don't care how dire the circumstances may be. It is a choice. How else can individuals do stuff like be a prisoner of war for three years and be tortured and survive and come out mentally clean and sane? Yet other people, you put them in a loony bin for two days and they go crazy. Right? That's one of the highest forms of punishment on this planet. Solitary confinement in a prison. Why? Because they know the average person is going to be broken by being with themselves and being socially isolated and not having sunlight. Pretty crazy, right? So that means you are the master of your own destiny. You are in control. You will either create and grow and evolve and expand and progress, or you will be the product of your own demise. You will cause your own demise. So I don't want to go you know, too much on a tangent, but we either need to contract or we need to expand. So we have the accident example, right? We have the accident example. Think about how many things like that, that can seem like innocuous things, insignificant things happen like that, right? Because again, any moment of your life, particular moment is just that. It's a moment in your life. The description, right? The, the, the label that you give it as a human being records it into your subconscious and then it, it, it becomes that significant meaning. You made it significant. Did you not? You made it significant. There's people who have been in traumatic accidents who it doesn't bother them. Other people have defined their life. Other people achieved a ton and they're very, they seem to be grounded and humble about it. And they're like, oh, it's cool. Then other people achieved little, but that one little thing that they achieved, they'll talk to you as if they conquered the world. This is an example of this dynamic that I'm talking about, but your ability to navigate this is going to be key. So what I can do is a particular moment that maybe does help me, I can expand that and make it bigger and wear it as a badge of honor. Sure, sure. If that gives me a boost in confidence, absolutely, I'm gonna tell you to do that, 100%. Now there's many pieces to this puzzle. We're just zooming in on one because that can be detrimental. Anything can, right? So I don't want people to start thinking too far ahead or outside of this context. Just think of this. You get betrayed by somebody, right? You get betrayed. We've all been betrayed. How are you going to label that? Are you going to blow that up and turn it into some self-destructive situation to where now you can never trust anybody going forward and that becomes your story? Or are you going to chalk it up as a loss, learn from it and move forward and make that very contracted and very small, yet take something from it and learn? and move forward in growth, and then experience life for what it is, and be able to get back in the dynamic of trust and betrayal, right? If you're an MS member, we just had a whole hour-long lecture the other day about trust and betrayal. 
So we know this dynamics, uh, this dynamic is extremely, extremely important, extremely important. So think about that. One expanded it, became a victim, complained. The other one didn't, but learned from it. You make it only as, as significant as it serves you. You make it only as significant as it serves you, whether on the growth and expansion side or on the retraction and contracting side. You see, this is something you have to play with. The cool thing about this particular subject matter, along with many that I discussed, is you have to go and play with it. Listening to it sounds good. I know it does. And it seems uplifting, but you got to go out there and do it. Otherwise, this is nothing. This is nothing. So think about all the times you've mismatched this and flipped it. How many dumb little things you blew up and how many probably significant things that could help you, you overlooked and made it small, right? Like the person who's been consistent for a while. Many of you who listen to me are salespeople. If you've been consistent even for a week or a couple of days, that needs to be made significant. You've already achieved something that most other people won't achieve. And you've demonstrated that you can keep your word, right? That this is important to you. It's a priority and so many other things expand that and say, this is just the beginning. I'm laying the foundation to be a badass. Now you'll walk around with more power, confidence, and certainty that will then lead to you doing it more and getting more and achieving more. That's what this is about, man. This is all about mental technology. That's all it is. This is just a different perspective. Now where people mess up is they tend to take what I say and then filter it through some other thing that they learn that belittles this or makes it smaller. Oh, I already know that it's so-and-so said, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. Or they'll listen to this and, and same thing. They'll take this, we can say helpful technology and contract it and make it small and say, oh, that was you know really motivating. Get out of here, dude. That's the average person. That's the, the average societal way of thinking and perception. You need to break out of that immediately. Because this shit is not fucking motivation. It's not motivation. See, so this mechanism even lies in that, which can seem very innocent to most people. But you can take something that's so new to you or a, a weapon that I'm giving you, right? Whether you see it as important or not is irrelevant. It's a weapon, regardless of how you view it and perceive it. And you can belittle it or make it bigger. Simply in the words that you use to describe it, isn't that incredible? Because then it gets put into a certain portion of your brain, either important, non-important. I'm going to go back to it. This changed my life, blah, 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 whatever, right? Whatever you decide. Isn't that interesting? But who's in control of that? You, you. Now, what are some of the cool things we can do with this? Wow. Well, how about that next meeting that you have that you're really putting a lot of pressure on yourself for? Understand, say, hey, this is one of many meetings. Whether it goes good or bad, I'll survive. I'll be okay. Do I want it? Sure. Is that the end of the world? No. Now, you still prepare for it, of course. And you'd be ready to rock the fucking show. And, and if you're presenting, right, you're going to give the best fucking presentation ever. Of course. But you got to use your mind to your advantage. If it's all oh, this one moment and it's this, you're going to buckle under the pressure. You're going to put too much on yourself. And that's what a lot of people do. All the top dogs and athletes, yes, they know it's important, but man, they're in that flow state. They're not attached. They know about what I'm talking about. They may not be able to describe it to you, but it's probably something that they're innately doing. Now, they would be more powerful if they knew what it was and they could describe it because then they can play with it more and they can teach it. 
but this is how you start using this stuff in a practical way. Another thing I can do is maybe take a moment where like I hang out with somebody, right? And then I can say, you know what? I want this moment, even though it may seem insignificant to the other person, it's just us hanging out and having coffee. But in my mind, I want this to be bigger than just a moment, right? As, as a field exercise. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put everything into this interaction. I'm going to bring really good vibes. I'm going to really run the conversation. I'm going to make sure that person has such a great experience in our 30 minute lunch or meeting or whatever it is that they're going to leave having this imprinted now on their mind saying, oh, that was a special moment. So I turned what could be a regular meeting or face-to-face -face coffee date, lunch or whatever. And now I use this mechanism in another creative way to create an experience for somebody else and me because it's fun. Because then maybe it was so cool that I remember it. And I'm like, oh man, that was great. I had a really good time with so-and-so. You see, this mechanism can be flipped, changed, warped, used, and really determined by that use based on your creativity level and where you're going to take it, right? To me, there's no boundaries and limits in, in the way of thinking. That's why some people can listen to some of the stuff and think it's kind of out there, or maybe he's kind of crazy. I'm not. I just, I don't, I'm not in the same box as most people in regards to ways of thinking. And I'm okay being a little scattered brained and then bringing it back. That's fine. That's fine. Because then through communicating more and throwing the ideas out, it'll stick and we'll figure our way out and we'll be able to navigate it. Not a problem. Not a problem. But I usually flip it. What people make insignificant, I make very significant. Waking up on time, significant. Doing what you say you're going to do, significant. Significant. Because the moment I violate that, that's a bad moment. Where most people are just like, ah, it's everybody. No, that's most people, but not everybody. It's not me. Not me. Definitely not me. What could seem insignificant to somebody else, again, like that example I gave you of meeting that person and coming in with the intention of leaving that lasting impression in memory. And that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's what you got to focus on. And then same thing. How do you flip a negative to a positive with that? You take what you normally expand and freak out about or focus on and you make it insignificant. Now, is this easy? Of course not. This is mental technology. None of this stuff is easy. Why? Because you've never done it before or you haven't been active in this process, but play around with it for the next week or so. And you'll see how cool this is. And it may be difficult at first, but when you really start tuning into this stuff, it can literally feel like a superpower because you can literally manipulate your own thought process, your own beingness, and all these other things that we believe we don't have access to or control over when you can. This will give you the ability to sit in front of a crowd who's yelling at you, cursing at you, calling you a piece of shit. And you can sit there and smile and laugh genuinely and not be hurt. Reading you know, social media comments that are, that are haters or trolls and you laugh and it literally affects you no way whatsoever. Also, this will allow you to socially be very comfortable if you learn how to use it. It takes all that pressure off, right? Those are just a few examples, but you can do so much with this stuff. And maybe you didn't even think about those examples, but you can, you can, because it harnesses the power of your mind. And this shit, fuck, as I keep exploring it, who knows where the ceiling is on this? And I'm only 35. I'm just getting started. I'm just scratching the surface to this stuff. I'm not even 10 years yet. I'm like eight or nine into like personal development and exploring this. I can't imagine if I started when I was a little kid, Wow, where am I going to be in 10 more years? Crazy to think. So have fun with this, man. 
play with it. It also takes the seriousness off life. I've brought that up before to you guys. God damn, everybody's so damn serious. There's a moment in time to be serious. Sure. But life is not serious, man. Even the animals, you may not think, but they're having fun and they're doing their thing. They're not serious. They're serious when they have to be. When the lion is chilling, is he serious? No, he's serious when he has to hunt and defend his, uh, his lionesses or his cubs, right? Or hunt. Yeah, then he's serious, sure. When the moment calls for it. But we got to loosen up. This is a great way and a perspective from a mental standpoint to create an environment within you internally that causes you to relax and not be so serious. This is the thing that governs everything on the outside or what manifests on the surface for you as a human being. That's the true essence of this. That's what, make this, uh, what makes this beautiful. It's incredible. And I geek out about this stuff. This is the stuff that I love. This is stuff I like teaching. This is stuff I like molding into people because it's incredible when you see the results. Imagine if we had a population who could harness this stuff and really embody it and then teach it to the next generation. We wouldn't be dealing with the bullshit we're dealing with now. No, nobody would get away with it. Nobody would buy into it. Look at what's happening in the world right now with this magical sickness going around. You think I'm not harnessing this with that? And what are the results? Peace, tranquility, health, stability, more prosperity, more success. I mean, I'm winning in every category when 99% of people are going the other way. And this is one of the reasons because I'm using this. I'm telling you, my friends, this is the ticket. Contract at the right time, expand at the right time, whether that be thoughts, a moment, or whatever it is. This, this is a land you need to play in. This may seem foreign to some of you. You still may not understand it. You may have to listen again. That's fine. That's fine. Listen until it makes sense over and over. Okay? Because now it's time for you to go out and do and apply and see what happens. Okay? So that's it for this one. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you listening. Those of you interested, uh, have any real estate needs, you can reach out to me or my team. Uh, if you guys want to talk about eXp Realty, reach out. If you guys uh, want to join my coaching, Modern Success, uh, BrianCasella.com, you have the link there. We have tier one and tier two. If you're interested in tier two, shoot me a message directly as I will uh, qualify to see if you're even good enough for it. Okay, because that one's on a, a almost like an application basis, but uh, you'll see once we chat if you're really, really interested. Only if you're really interested though. Okay, that's it for this one, guys. See you on the next episode. Peace.